Another very interesting morning. Police reports indicate this morning another young man dead and two injured in a drive-by shooting in the Foncole area. Police has confirmed that one individual, Wilson Wade, succumbed to gunshot wounds sustained in Falkley last night during a shooting incident that's carried out by a masked man about 11 p.m. We've been told that two others were also injured. And now nursing wounds at the Princess Margaret Hospital or China Friendship Hospital. We'll continue to follow that story. When will it end, Dominica? When will it end? World leaders are meeting at the UN General Assembly today. Exploring a lot of very important issues. Our own president there, Mr. Charles Savran, a delegation is here from Dominica. On top of the agenda, the Russia-Ukraine war. We have this report from the BBC. In his opening remarks, the UN Secretary-General, Antonio Guterres, is expected to warn that geopolitical divides are paralyzing the global response to climate change, hunger and inequality. He has asked leaders to come in person if they wish to speak, with a sole exception made for Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. He has been allowed to address the session in a pre-recorded video statement. The death of Queen Elizabeth II has disrupted the agenda, with most world leaders flying in from London, where they attended her funeral on Monday. U.S. President Joe Biden, by tradition the second speaker on the first day, will instead now speak on Wednesday. Ahead of the opening session, the EU's foreign policy chief, Joseph Borrell, said the conflict in Ukraine will be high on the agenda. On Manhattan's east side, the start of the General Assembly is synonymous with inescapable gridlock and heightened security. Escorted by their lengthy motorcades, heads of state and government gather annually to make inroads on the toughest of issues. This year, however, there is one impenetrable divide, the war in Ukraine. It's the first time since the UN's founding in the ashes of World War II that Europe is witnessing a major conflict. The UN Secretary General says this is a time of great peril, as the West on one hand and Russia and China on the other battle for dominance. Geostrategic divides are the widest they have been since at least the Cold War. And they are penalizing the global response to the dramatic challenges we face. Our world is blighted by war, battered by climate chaos, scared by hate, and shamed by poverty, hunger, and inequality. 
Last year, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky was still a relatively fresh face on the international stage. Over seven months of war, he's emerged as a respected statesman to many for standing up to President Vladimir Putin. Those against or abstention? After an overwhelming UN vote, he will address delegates virtually in a pre-recorded video. It's an exception to the rule that leaders must speak in person. Western officials plan to meet with Ukraine's foreign minister, who will be in town, but have ruled out any diplomacy in New York with the Russians. It is our firm belief that it cannot be business as usual with the Russian Federation. Countries here, especially those from the global south, do not want the war in Ukraine to completely overshadow other key issues. Action on climate change has stalled, and the global food crisis has been made worse by the war. There will be high-level meetings on that and global health, to tackle COVID and monkeypox. Those issues, but crucially the economy and the energy crisis will be top of mind for Liz Truss, who traveled to New York straight from Queen Elizabeth's funeral. In her first foreign trip as prime minister, she'll meet her counterparts, including President Joe Biden. Meanwhile, the presidents of China and Russia will not be attending. The UN is billing this week as a chance to find transformative solutions, an ambitious goal given the current geopolitical divides. Neda Tafik, BBC News at the United Nations in New York. How many times do we have to discuss our young people killing and shooting each other? It's getting out of hand, huh? Again, if you join us for the first time, another young man shot in Falkley last night, but Drive by. We'll come back after this. I come this year to deliver flowers, royal homegrown, the best for the upright and honest. Citizens who uphold their moral grounds. Q95, the big station, presents Kudos to Our Heroes. Our 12th Dominican national hero is distinguished educator and possibly the longest serving principal of the iconic Convent High School, Mrs. Dorothy Levy. 
We recognize, appreciate, and award Mrs. Levy on Monday, 26 September from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. on Q95, the big station, for her valuable transformational lifelong social, political, and legal accomplishments, her pioneering works, and meaningful lifetime achievements as a phenomenal humanitarian who taught and inspired generations of Dominicans at home and abroad in numerous ways, but especially the youth for her caring character and humility and for her extensive knowledge and expertise in education, among many other traits. A lady of great honor, she will always without any doubt be remembered as having encouraged her many students to strive to be the best that they can be to reach out to excellence and to be the best at whatever they set out to do in their lifelong journeys after their secondary education. Many of them have reached the highest levels of accomplishment and are at the pinnacle of their various careers. Kudos to Mrs. Levy, her wonderful husband Alfred, her distinguished children and the rest of the family. Mrs. Levy is indeed a true Dominican hero for instilling a positive mental attitude that elevated the content of the social, educational, and literary dialogue on matters of human well-being and for being a great Dominican who demonstrated that any ordinary person can do extraordinary things in whatever they set their minds to do. Q95 listeners at home, in the region, and worldwide. Tune in on Monday, 26 September from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Join us in recognizing, appreciating, awarding, and extending kudos to our 12th Dominican National Hero, learned educationist and humanitarian, Mrs. Dorothy Levy. If you would like to make a personal contribution to our phenomenal heroes or to kudos to our Heroes Committee, take it to the Q95 Radio Office on Hanover Street in Roseau or go to the Q95 website at www.q95da.com and make your donation. Call us at 767-448-5822 or at 305-906-4216 or talk to one of our representatives. Let us all together say a huge thank you to Mrs. Dorothy Levy and to all our Dominican heroes from the Q family at home and abroad. Only on Q95, the big station. For the law and rights and against crime in the land. And whereas, whereas, you dispense justice, but you got no. All right, Dominique, it's already 8.33. We'll continue to explore. Investigate further. What happened at the drive-by shooting last night, which resulted in one... Young man being dead and two others injured. We'll await the official police report. We'll continue with the discussion this morning that we had yesterday. as it relates to some of the issues in Dominica, read the private sector, 
and what appears to be a taking over slowly by the government of Dominica. Making reference to Rubis. Who has already indicated that uh, a few employees, a number of employees will be sent home because the government has not responded to a letter written since August 5th. But instead has resorted to providing fuel from another source. Uh, Athi Martin has been speaking to that yesterday. You asked a very, a very disturbing question just a while ago. After Ross and after Rubis, what next? Very disturbing question. I'd, I'd, I'd like to, 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 re, to remind Dominicans that we can choose to ignore these collapses, this, this evidence of the collapse of our society. And as my brother just said before, the DAIC and other agencies can choose to do that as well. But we do so at our own peril and at the peril of our children. Listen to me, Matt. You heard Thompson Fountain talk to us about the, the financial sector and yes, the international the ba- banks meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a good reason for that, of course, and Thompson went into that. But there's a much more, if you will, disturbing development that, is, that, that could and, and is likely to happen. If all the banks leave, the, other, the international banks, we are left with one bank, the National Bank. The National Bank, the Board of Directors, is appointed by whom, Matt? The government of Dominica. All right. Okay. Um, that National Bank is the banker for one of the largest indigenous financial institutions in the country, the Credit Union Movement. The National Bank is the banker of the credit union movement. So the credit union saves all its money, which is our money, in the national bank. When it gives you a fixed deposit or other such income earning instrument, that is also drawn on the reserves or the monies that it puts in the national bank and so forth. So I ask you, as a credit union member, and I ask the thousands of credit union members in Dominica and the dozens who sit on the board of all the credit unions, central, national, the members of the league, have you asked yourself when we end up with a single bank and when that single bank is a bank under the control of the same person that you have been talking about for years and when that bank which has already been given a zero credit rating by the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank, which prevented it from purchasing First Caribbean. When that bank, under the weight of being the only bank in the country, ends up 
folding. What happens to our money? You remember the British-American Baiko Clico fiasco? What happened to that money? And what happens to our money? If in fact, which is, which is being saved in that national bank ends up being under the control of the person who can pick up the phone and give instructions. I ask us, it is time for us to stop waiting for the hurricanes to hit us before we prepare. I'm warning. No one wants any of this to happen, but it's highly likely, especially in the face of the analysis given to us by Dr. Thompson Fontaine, that when we end up with that bank as our only bank, which is where all our credit unions save their institutional cash, what happens to our credit union savings and money? That's number one. And, and believe you me, if things continue in the world as they are, that is not a long way off. Number two, are you aware that the the officials that the government the ministry of finance has taken a 16 percent shareholding position in a foreign company which is just about ready getting ready to build a, another aerial tram to the boiling lake are you aware i heard are about it aware? i heard i heard okay we heard has that been reported officially no and has the people no it hasn't so and are you now also aware, or have you not been, that, that, that the government, which is a, a minority shareholder in that private company, has just issued land acquisition orders to persons in the valley acquiring their lands for that private company? Using the law that allows a government to compulsorily acquire, but for a public purpose, to acquire for a private company. Are you aware that that has happened and that letters have been received and it's causing great anxiety and concern to the private landowners in, in that Nigeria? area? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's going on in front of us we should also be concerned about what's coming. What's coming is this, the same range development company that walked away from the Kempinski project with 60 million US dollars as its take from the sale of all passports for that project is the same company that has been recruited to build the mega yacht marina right next to the Kempinski. And finally, are you aware that our parrots are on sale globally? Have you seen the ads? Our very parrots? Our parrots. There's only one sister road, there's only one in, and, and it's, it's on sale? In other words, I'm saying these things are happening. Somebody in Dominica, some people in Dominica, not just the politicians, there are technical people, there are some PhD people, there are some professional people who are the willing enablers and facilitators of the raping of Dominica 
One of the mistakes we have made is to focus almost exclusively on the politician. But that politician is a toothless tiger without the people around him to enable and to do and to carry out these nefarious instructions, Matt. And so let's be very careful. We can talk and talk and talk and talk. Is that why the talk gets nowhere? Is because while you're talking at a politician, the persons who are actually doing the dirty work are less caught free and are continuing to do the nasty work. So I'm asking us, please, people, talk is good. Walking is better. Acting is even better. But you must be you must be clear as to what you are targeting because good ammunition can get uselessly um, you know, deployed against the wrong target. And I'm asking us to hurry up because what's left of Dominica today is not much. It's 8.43. Athimata speaking after letter that was written to the Prime Minister on the 5th of August about the very concerns of the managers of these gas stations have not been responded to to this date. Let's uh, go back to the letter just in case you missed it. Hassan Robinson reported on that letter yesterday. Uh, it reads, uh, Dear Honorable Prime Minister, uh, referencing the unsustainable losses of petroleum importers in Dominica, we refer to the meeting you held with Gregory Georges, a CEO of West Indies Oil Company Limited, on the July 28th of 2022, in which you asked that our companies submit recommendations to resolve the issue of our companies incurring substantial losses on our business operations in Dominica. Additionally, you requested that we indicate the estimated losses we have accumulated over the years, although a precise time frame of these losses was not discussed. We further agreed that once the letter was submitted, you would engage the leaders of the petroleum importers to discuss the contents of your correspondence. As Mr. Georges stated in the meeting, the fundamentals is that the landed cost used by the Ministry of Trade in the price buildup is substantially lower than the actual landed cost incurred by the companies we represent. This must be resolved by immediately updating the base cost to reflect the actual landed costs of gasoline and diesel to reflect current landed costs. As a reference, the increase required based on our average 2021 landed cost was EC 0.536 per IG for gasoline and EC 0.170 per IG for diesel or diesel. But we need to determine uh, what it would be today because acquisition premium have increased significantly since 2021. Additional measures required include the following. One, being an increase of the regulated margins to achieve an after-tax return on our investment of 12%, the minimum return required by the shareholders of the companies we represent to continue to do business in Dominica. Two, being an additional temporary wholesale margin to recover losses incurred in prior period by the companies we represent would be recovered. In this respect, 
Once we agree on the reference period, we will quantify and document losses incurred by the industry based on the audited financial statements of the companies we represent, and three, an annual update of the wholesale margin according to inflation and an annual review or update of our landed costs goes on to say for a written agreement between the companies we represent and your esteemed government setting out the details of the implementation of the above actions to be signed no later than august the 26th 2022 we recognize that the solution will be requiring increases in the price of petroleum at the pump and we agree to support the government of dominica in a public relations program to educate the public on fuel pricing we remain hopeful that your esteemed government will give a favorable consideration to our proposed plan to resolve this matter. We remain available to meet with you as requested during the week commencing August the 22nd, 2022. Best regards, signed uh, Marcio Nicholas, the Chief Executive Officer of Ruby's West Indies, John Gormandy, Chief Executive Officer of TNT National Petroleum Marketing Company Limited, Gregory F. Georges, the Chief Executive Officer, West Indies Oil Company, to the uh, Honorable Ian Douglas, Minister of Trade, Commerce, Entrepreneurship, Innovation, business and export development. All right, Dominique, the phone calls are coming at this time. Let's take a few phone calls. It's 847. Hello, talk to me, yeah? Yeah, good morning, Matt. How are you doing? My brother, how are you doing? Fine, thank you. Okay. Matt, I, I called this morning to endorse the contribution of Mr. Afford and Matt, Matt, 100%. Okay. But just to add, Matt, that as he spoke of it, like... I was about to ask you what aspect of that conversation that you want to expound on. The, 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 the demise of the National Bank, Matt. Okay. Um, in, in terms of the rules highlighted by Afi and the link of that institution to all other financial service institutions in Dominica, especially the credit union. And the fact that this bank is becoming the lone ranger in the banking industry in Dominica, and all because of the fact that Dominica has proven to be a very risky um, environment as far as money laundering and those types of illegal activities are concerned, where the banking industry is concerned. And the international banks have taken the decision that it is better for them to close down operations in Dominica than to be operating in such a risky environment and expose themselves to exorbitant fines that are much more uh, valuable than the, the value of the banks themselves that they're operating in, in, in the region. So the, that, that is how risky the environment is right now, the banking sector. Why, Matt? Because the U.S., everybody knows of the money laundering activities taking place in Dominica, especially in the CBI program, especially among high-ranking officials of the government. It's a, it's a known fact, Matt. You know, so they can try to deceive Dominicans, especially the, the labor rights who, the few labor rights who enable them in Dominica and who they empower with arms and other, and other things to continue to buy their support. They will fool those people, Matt, but they will not fool the international community. So the time is going to come, Matt, when the, the, the National Bank will be delisted, Matt, it will be delisted, Matt, because you think the U.S. is just going to sit down there and uh, allow this bank, this National Bank in Dominica, 
to be the center of money laundering activities for all the corrupt activities of this government that the international community knew is a rogue government. But they know of the government involvement with Montfarad in terms of the oil racket and Dominican tankers um, transporting oil that is bad, supposed to be bad from embargoes and so on. They knew about these things. The international, that is why you have had, you've been hearing in recent times, they're investigating Mr. Nanton and friends, close associates, you know, in, in relation to all that we are talking about. They knew of these things. So the demise of the National Bank is inevitable, Matt. That is why you have a lot of them, Matt, in that, in that cabal circle. They store in big portions of monies at their homes, Matt, because, you know, they know they have, they cannot really depend on the banking system completely to wash all the cash that they, 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 they are handling, Matt. So the National Bank, Matt, is in problem, and as Afi rightly highlighted, all the people, the financial institutions who are saving money there and individuals and companies, you know, investing in the National Bank, Matt, they need to take note, Matt, they need not be like those blind, ignorant labor rights who enable spirit, Matt, and watch their, their hard-earned monies just go away because of this recklessness of a government who doesn't appreciate the value of law and order and to have things running good. You know, they always have to be lying and deceiving to enrich themselves at the expense of the masses, Matt. But the bank is definitely is in trouble, Matt. There is no two ways about that, and very soon it might be shut down, Matt. Thank All right, you. thank you very much, 449-3095. I'm sure we'll get a number of experts, if you will, to speak to the problem. Hello, talk to me, or the pending problem. Are you, are you here? Good morning, Mr. Pelty. How you doing, my friend? My dear, I'm there. I see you back again, shaking the bushes, trying to educate people, bringing information where it's needed. But still, I have one question, my friend. What will it take? for the people to be more proactive because it seems that some of us never understand. You know, it's like, you know, they know the hurricane season come every year and you have to continuously tell them to prepare. What I'm saying is we see where things have been for the last 20-some years. But most of these people who are selling the government, are selling the country away, cheap, has no intention of coming in politics and doing right by the people and the country. These people enter uh, 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 what you call uh, uh, politics with bad intention, with thievery in mind. They came in with their own agenda just for selfish reasons, for self, and the country is going down. While the masses of the people sit by and watch and all this thing go on and bit by bit, you know what happens when uh, 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 you have a drip of water on uh, a piece of wood, a metal watch every day? After a while, drip, 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 it penetrates or it rusts, it does some damage after a certain amount of time. So what will it take for people to be more proactive than just sit there and soak up all this information and do nothing. And before I go, I'm going to tell you one thing I will not do. I've already made in my mind. And I'm going to tell you, because I've thought of it weeks ago, when they start talking about the banks leaving, I will not put not one cent in a bank, in an institution in Dominica no more. I will send money to people who I know need some money. 
but I will not put a penny in a bank in, in, in Dominica. Because let me tell you, see, every day today, you look at the news in America, people running from Venezuela in the thousands of people coming through America, and they look in asylum because Venezuela is not what it was 20, 30 years ago, my friend. And this is where we're heading. And the people know it, and they sit there and do nothing. Thank you, Mr. Martin. I'm gone, Mark. All right, thank you very much. More telephone calls. It's 8.54 in the morning. Talk to me. Good morning to you and your listeners at home and abroad. Good morning to you. I sound like Bosso. Bosso is a Johnson Boston Bosso, yes. Well, you know, we have been talking, and talking is good in a democracy. I mean, you talk, but you expect, as you talk, people to learn and make um, different choices because an informed nation will make informed decisions that is in the benefit of the nation, everybody. Now, Dominica seems to be in a position where everybody's on their own. I mean, I remember growing up as a boy and you had the unions, the private sector, the farmers, you know, the churches. If something affects one sector of the society, of the community, then others speak about it and then some corrective action is taken. To me, those days, Everybody fight their own battle. The bus drivers fight their battle. The dumper, the truckers fight their battle. When the minister or the prime minister come and say something, then they go back to their corner till next time. So nothing is settled, nothing is resolved because the way in which things are happening is here. Everybody does take a little chip short at the situation. It resolves now. They go back to their normal ways until come again and they come out again. That is not good for a country and its development. Now, I see, I, in fact, I would say there was a time when you go, go past the rooms and you see a number of locally grown businesses in Rozo, employed locals, and the locals would even demand good pays and so forth from these people, and they still get a little struggle. They start their business selling bakes and fry fish, and they come into a store and so forth. They open a supermarket, thriving. Today, you go in Rozo and you see Chinese store. I pass one and I saw a Chinese store downstairs, Graham. I think I, 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 I think it's a Chinese store. So a Chinese store you saw open downstairs or upstairs? Downstairs. Oh, I, I know there's a, a herbal shop, a new herbal, you know, shop, vegetarian upstairs. upstairs. That I, I, local, I local one, local. Yes, go ahead. But I saw, but I saw a, a, a store downstairs. Okay. And I saw some Chinese person there. I may be wrong, but I saw that store and I saw a Chinese person there. And so on. So probably I used the Chinese person, seeing the Chinese person there to say it's a Chinese store, shop, but... I saw a shop there. And, you know, we have a number of persons who came to Dominica on vacation or persons who come here for business. They look towards we have for lunch, for dinner, and so forth. It was a very attractive place in Ruzu where people could meet and eat and so forth and chat, you know. And it has closed down. And you hear nobody in, in the private sector say anything in support, anything at all. Everybody go quiet and so forth. So it looks like we are on our own. Everybody do their own thing. We don't have a government. We have a group of people in office. Their aim is to get their salaries, get their allowances, travel, have a good time, and so forth. No one in the make a little talk on the radio. They threaten people who would walk or talk, and that is their, their, their function. But, but for a country to grow, it has to be more than that. You must have ministers and government who are not lazy, who have initiative, who understand their role, 
they travel abroad and they see how other countries are moving forward. There was a time in Dominica we were doing well. Nowadays we, we are almost in the bottom of the, of, of the barrel and so forth. And our government, they seems not to be interested. You, you have a meeting with truckers or bus drivers and ministers come there and, and feel well they are the masters and so forth. And they must say things and do things. And so, so, so that's where we are. So our face correct unless we as a people take a heed and recognize where we are. I mean, look at the, 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 the economies of the rest of the region. Dominica is in our state when it comes to our economy. And therefore, when the bank leaves us, I mean, we feel it harder than if it leaves, let's say, some relics and kids, or even St. Lucia and so forth. So Dominicans have to tell themselves whether that's where we are, we'll stay there and die there, or if we want to give ourselves an opportunity to expand, to grow, to create opportunities. You know, I was just speaking to somebody who said, I'm home, I'm not working, and I said to myself, well, what's wrong with our country and the opportunities for young people, for people to excel, to grow, to make their own money? That level of, of dependency that we have created in this country is sad. And all those who have big mouth in this country used to talk when Miss Charles was prime minister, who spoke when Edison was prime minister, who spoke when Rosie was prime minister, who spoke when Pet Charles was prime minister. I wonder what happened to them today. I mean, they see nothing wrong, they hear nothing wrong. They feel nothing, they just move along, and that's it for them. But when you create an economy, a society that is so, you know, disorganized and so on, unfair, the time will come when you yourself will feel it and you will see where, where it was at the time when the thing was going wrong. And you talk about the, 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 the shooting, which took place last night. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I just don't know. I mean, is that where we want to be? People feel that the, the court. And the police is of no use to the society anymore, and they take matters into their own hands. The authority, those of us who are in, let's say, in organizations in the opposition, we're talking. What about the authority who are being paid a salary to represent, to, to, to ensure that the, the institution of governance, of law and order, is effective so that these things can be minimized or stopped in our country? So, Matt, I just don't know. Thank you very much. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. On the telephone is 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock in Dominique and the rest of the Eastern Caribbean. Are you there? Yes. Yes, Matt, I'm here. Good morning to you, Matt. Morning. Matt, it's quite clear now, Matt. I mean, it's, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that, Matt, that Roosevelt's carried main aim and objective right now is to kill, to destroy the people of Dominica, Matt. My advice to the people of Dominica right now is do not invest in none of Roosevelt's carried failing financial institutions because they will, as Abby said, on the long run, they might end up suffering, Matt. Roosevelt's carried, Matt, we have seen it, you know, Matt. From the time this guy took the reins of power, Matt, we have seen all our, our industries go down the drain. I mean, Matt, let's go to St. Joseph's. I know St. Joseph was a thriving community. You had farmers, you had plumbers, you had electricians. Going out there every day to do the, to, to do the daily work, Matt. From since this guy, Vince, Kelva, and now Labour Doctor took the reins, Matt. We have seen a decline. We have seen poverty. We have seen begging. We have seen crime and criminal activity. Perfect example last evening, Matt. Matt, I'm not calling it on Dominica, but in a previous um, talk show, I said, Matt, we have more to see with regards to this homicide, Matt. It will continue, man. You have a criminal run in a country. That's what you expect, man. Take care now. 
Well, uh, you know, I've been said, <laughs> this has been told by legal persons, you have to be very careful when you refer to these persons as criminals. Huh? You have to have the evidence to present that. 449-3095-9697. You have to f- find a way to craft it and ask the questions, huh? Hello, talk to me, yeah? Yes. I say praise praises, thanks, blessings, and glory to all those who sacrifice their personal safety and security trying to elevate mankind to humanity. Mr. Pelletier, blessings in your family, sir. Morning to you, blessings. Morning. Blessings. Matt, you must ask them lawyers for me. When I say those honorable criminals, I don't know if that cover defamation or... <laughs> you must ask me, lawyer, you know, because I have a way... I don't know if I'm good enough in masking it or the generalization. And sometimes I just say, mm-hmm. I don't call nobody name. And, but people in the law have a way of always finding a way. to oh, look, look, look at how they can deal with blessings. If they can actually find one or two or three persons to say, I think that they were talking about you. That's where you can go very wrong, even though you don't call your names. Yeah. Be very Papa careful. I won't do it. Well, they'll have to jail me. We must. <laughs> I, I, I love to call things by the name, but I would like to protect the interests of the radio station at the same time. All right. Thank you. So, you, you there with me, sir? Mm-hmm. All right. Matt, I have listened and I'm listening. And I once say a lot of things about Dominicans and about labor rights and how we coward and how we this, and I never call them greedy, eh? Always mm-hmm. saying, I don't want to say they're greedy. I understand the predicament, Matt, when you are being systematically or deliberately impoverished, Matt, and you're watching what they do in people that have money, that had, that had or have established businesses who they run to go overseas, who they run to the ground like Jerry Brisbane and, you know, who, many other people. I mean, look at when the great one, and I like to talk like that, tell um, Judith and them in Garraway, they can't buy not one quarter pin to pin the hotel because now we billionaire. Money stashed all over the place. Man, I'm not calling anybody name, but I'm just making some references. And Mr. Linton, Thompson Fountain, Danny Lugay, and who again, were brought before the court for keeping a meeting, and they were accused of looking to overthrow the government. But I'm I going to conclude, eh? just trying to give you a, mm, a perspective. Whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, go ahead. And for a truck with speakers, they are being brought before the court. Thompson Fountain have to live right in South Sudan and come down to Dominica. They make him going up and down, but that's a lot of money and time. The man is a professional. Tony Astafans and Roosevelt Scarry, that man I don't even like to mention his name again because I notice the energy is quite toxic, committed a crime against, so Tony Astafans committed a crime against Scarry, which I believe it was a consensual thing having to do with scary I may be wrong, Matt. Then Tony Astafans ordered the police to go to Linton's home and search for evidence. They did not find no evidence, but when they 
further investigation. So the police have their, their, their technique about computer and on which computer it come out and go on another computer and whatever. They find out it was Tony Astafans. Matt every look at how they shoot down Salisbury and tear gas people and Matt everything downtown. You see man, if cameras taking pictures and military weapons. Matt a people that is not accustomed with that level of abuse, not on the Libra, not on the Edison, not on the Miss Charles, not Patrick John, there will click a sporadic situation, but Patrick John never did that manner of madness. And the people are poor, they are terrorized, they are frightened, Matt, and they are just trying to survive. Matt, let us stop. I mean, let us not make them a double victim. All we can do is pray. For one day, Matt, the people will muster the courage and rise up against that. Matt, so much use, Afi, Lofty, Angelo Allen, let us not talk, Mr. Linton, and all the others have revealed, and Matt, it has been proven. Now your banks are leaving your country, and you have one international bank. Matt, next year when they leave in... Next year, who's listen, living? No, the the East, the first Caribbean bank. I, I heard they live in next year. Oh, um, I I was out of state, so I didn't I didn't get that 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 yeah, that yeah. memo there. So you need to do a little research. So it will. I, I know they are living, but in terms of the specific date, I don't know. Or the specific date, anyway. Yes. So I am saying, Matt, with everything that is happening, you're hearing about the the hauling somebody that went to represent Mr. Nanton and interrogated him and took his phone and all kind of thing. So Matt, we're in trouble. Look at that with Ruby's, the brother. Maybe he's saying, let us arrest the manager and the workers and force them back to work because it, the actions they took, in conclusion, it borders on national security. Don't worry. Oh, you haven't seen nothing yet, you know, according to Peter Thomas. Peter, blessings to you, America. All right, caller. Thank you very much. Uh, the big question, according to Gypsy, where? Where do we go from here? A big request there from the U.S. Virgin Islands. I heard you. Blessings have been told December 2, they may be living, huh? The first Caribbean bank. Somebody has to say in December 31st, 2023. I'll do my own investigations and find out, okay?
It's uh, 909. Hello, talk to me on the telephone. We'll play that song there yeah, for. There is a big white elephant in the room, Matt, and we must, out of necessity, bring it into the discussion, Matt. And that big white elephant, Matt, is our Eastern Caribbean currency, Matt, the, the, our Eastern dollar. How are the activities in Dominica, the closing down of banks, how is that going to affect our relationship? with the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank. A very important question, Brian. I'll try to find the answers there from a top official there at the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank. Huh? So based on the information, the memo there, the bank may be closing down there the 31st of January, 2023. Okay, blessings, the first Caribbean bank. Will be no more from the 31st of January 2023. On the telephone, hello, talk to me. Yeah, hello, good morning, Matt. How are you? Morning, morning to you. Okay, I am Lucia Detush from Pokoli. Uh huh. I would like to send a clear message to the people of Fokoli. Last night, I don't know what problem Fokoli had, but about five... Oh, sorry about that. Uh, you may have to put some more credit on your phone. We lost you there. You have a man like that, you know, who's committed so much great and can do so much more for Dominica, speaking so passionately. And it's all truth, the truth that people do not want to face about what has happened to Dominica and what they have lost and what's being sold. It is so sad. And he said we have to act now. No, we need to act now urgently because we should have acted 10 years ago, right? So everything has been sold, foreigners enriching themselves, and we continue to say we love our prime minister and we stay superficial and we don't realize what has happened to us as a people and as a country. We have regressed, we've lost our identity, we've been minimalized, we've been marginalized, and we continue to sit and chant for, at our oppressors like they're so great because of the crumbs that they give us. I bleed and I cry for Dominica because Dominicans don't want to wake up and they don't want to see this. And folks don't come out on a Wednesday and folks don't want to stand up and folks don't want to fight for their country and for the future of their children. It breaks my heart, bro. Someone says, Math, Athi mentioned something yesterday. I think we need to dig deeper. 
Our parrots not being sold. It's a crime to sell our parrots. It's 9.14. Hello, talk to me. Oh, oh, I missed that. Blessings to you, man. I hope you receive my voice notes and you listen to it or you put it on your program. Matt, I remember speaking to you years ago that Dominico gonna be in that situation, bro. I spoke to you. I can remember that clearly. I said to you, Matt, the way the economy going down in that rapid time since that administration came into power as a small businessman, there will no longer be a middle class. I tell you, Ross University will leave, DCP will close, bro. Everything I said to you, bro, I have seen it happen to be a reality, bro. You don't they take it's basic common sense. If you have an economy that's failing, the people that are in the higher top of the economy gonna drop and they're not gonna stay because their resources have to go somewhere else so that they can strive, they can survive. And bro, the banks is no exception. I remember telling you that clearly because what happened is that we end up with a system system of governance that is basically depending on staying in office all their life and not concerned about the resources which is the resources of the land which is the people so my brother if you can recall i wish i could remember that data was at that program if you when i was talking about small business and economy and bro we the small businessmen have to run away and with the small businessmen running away those that was higher will have to run away because they dropped. It's like you're cutting under your foundation of your, your of your property, and one day it will just collapse. Have a blessed one, my brother. Have a blessed one. Hello, talk to me. Morning to you. Morning, morning. Okay. Change the leadership. The majority of us do not want Lennox Clinton. The majority of you? So unless you haven't done that change within the party, it's going to remain like that. We mm. change from the top. We want Thompson Fountain as a leader. Who's the we though? There are many others who support Lennox Linton as the leader. I guess the delegation or the convention is coming up, so the people will decide. Huh? Hello, talk to me. Good morning. Good 
Yeah. Uh, good morning to you. How are you? How you doing? How you doing, my brother? How you I doing? just want to support the guy who sent you that last voice note you played here with respect to the economy, Matt. Uh-huh. And that is very true because when you tell me we in the people in the Sufria constituency has been working so hard investing in our own, own money to have our corner corner on a Saturday and to make our money back today, the parrot is giving us corner corner on a Sunday and she is dictating to us what to do. She cannot give us a reason why she wants it on a Sunday. And at the end of the day, she shut up all the vendors' mouth with $1,000. And then at the end of the day, she's telling them to pay 500 Matt, we were hardworking people. That is why I'm calling on people to observe those things. Don't let those people bribe you and give you what you want. They're making us lazy, Matt. So they're turning our hardworking into lazy. Matt, another thing I noticed, and I don't know if you observed that. I look at the protests in the Carib territory on MO News. It was a very long, lengthy one. And Matt, what I notice, I don't know if I can be wrong. I have seen many communities have little protests and make a demonstration. And what I notice for the longest while I am watching those guys having the protests and MO News is interviewing them and speaking out their mind. Not one police I see with gun and army uniform up there, you know, Matt. I don't know why other constituencies like Mario got on Salt before they get a briefing or something, they run down there with gun and army already. And I'm looking at the lengthy discussion in the Carib territory where the guys are protesting. Not one police I see with gun and army uniform. I find that strange, Matt. And the people are calling for the leadership position, for their pal reps, for their for, for, for codes. They are rare, those people, they are not seeing them. When it's election, they come in to bribe them. Where are them not to assist them? Not one police I see up there with guns and army uniform. I wonder why, Matt. Matt, something is wrong somewhere. When is the UWP constituencies before they get a briefing? So let, let me ask a question as it relates to Conconi. Are, are you now convinced that, um, you know, Conconi is now on a Sunday? Uh, you, you, got that, you got that confirmed? Matt, yeah. Matt, when you look at the history of Conny Corner between Sufra and Scottsdale, the whole world and the country know us having our conconi. We're working hard, we invest in our money, we have in our corner corner on a Saturday. We're going right through Juve, everybody comfortable investing their money and making their money back. The the, the village council and the parliament, they owe us our diaper. Up to now they care, tell us why they don't give us diaper. What they do, they come and have a corner corner on a Sunday and they put it diaper edition. Listen to me. They make the corner corner, corner corner, diverse edition. So that means to say they do it in a technical way for people can see well they're trying to have a diverse. What I'm saying is all the vendors who attended the meeting, they are asking the power rep, why do you want it on a Sunday? You cannot give a reason why you want it on a Sunday. So the vendors decide they are not going in Saturday because they're not going to invest their money and ban stopping 1130. I don't make any sense. So what she do now, she realized she was wrong in that area. She invite all the vendors back and she tell them she will give them $1,000. And upon receiving that $1,000 through Petro Carib, they had to pay back 500 So you see the tie-up there in there? Just to cut down the noise. Just to cut down. So they don't want to have the corner corner on a Saturday because the noise will affect Jungle Bay. So she put it for the Sunday, which don't make it no sense, but she bluffed them with $1,000. And upon receiving the $1,000, she tell them they have to pay back 500 Matt, we didn't know it so much. 
And that's why I don't know how all people are dying for them kind of thing. So one vendor or two did not participate. She stand on her own as usual. But what I'm saying, Matt, is not so we have it. Don't come and spoil it. All right, caller. Thank you very much. Hello, it's 921 in the morning. We're talking about independence and Dominicans, private sector doing things, you know, without the governments getting involved and nationalizing every private sector company there. That's that's the thought here. Hello, talk to me. Yeah? Hi, good morning, Matt. Morning to you. Morning, morning. According to what I'm hearing, the things I heard from Mr. Matt, it looks like we're in deep shit in our country, Matt. And we're not seeing it. And the less fortunate, sometimes we can't, we can't blame them, Matt. Because when a mother hasn't got to feed her child and she can't get a person to send her $100, she's going to take it. But it's time that we now start to educate these people. Because in time to come, their children wouldn't have a country. And I'm advising a lot of we Dominicans, when we see them Haitians outside there, ask them a question, especially the elderly ones, the, older, the younger ones might tell you because of what is happening in their country right now. Ask them, the older ones, what was happening in your country in the, in the, in the year 2000, and go up, not go down, go down. Ask them, why are they running for the, from their country? They will do anything, and the Venezuelans too. Right now, a set of Venezuelans stick up in Mafia's vineyard and promises were made to them, and it's not coming through for them. Ask these people those questions, because they had a government, like what we have in Dominica right now. Giving them pittance, they giving them the peanut skin, while they're eating the peanuts, the cashew, the walnuts, the almonds. That's what they're doing. And now they're in serious, 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 serious problem. They have to take a boar flu and run. See, a lot of young people live in Dominica and they go in. They go in for greener pastures. People like me, so I can go when I want to go, when I feel like going. But some people cannot go. So Dominicans, wake up, smell the coffee. Tomorrow we have a major walk. Let's walk for our country and nobody knows what tomorrow will bring. Let's walk and keep walking and praying. Because the walk and the praying we're doing it has a great, great, great impact on the country. Let us do it, Dominicans. Wake up. Matt, the man that was fighting for the, his money before Kepinski was even open, finished, that man going to open a marina, Matt? According to what I hear Mr. Matter say by close to keeping scheme at? Huh? Yes, I heard Mr. Matter saying that. I, I'm still looking for the information on that one. Matt, we ha Matt you have to do that, man. Open the people's eyes, Matt, in Dominica. The people's eyes need to be open. Some people getting paid to go on the radio, on another radio station. They get a monthly salary, I understood, just to lambaste people like me, people like Mr. Linton. A lot of them getting paid to do that. But it's not working. We will still keep doing what we have to do for the betterment of our country. We're not in China. We're not in Russia. Russia and China are all you people. I am not a Russian. I'm not a, Chin I'm not a Chinese. I'm a Dominican to the bone. Bye. All right. Thank you very much. 449 Hello. Talk to me. Yes. Morning to you. Morning. What's going on, big man? Okay, my brother. How are you doing? Long time. I'm 
Good, good. Matt, I asked you a question some months ago. Um, in Dominica, are we unwilling or unable to change? You have the answer for me on that question? If Dominicans are willing to change? Are they, are they unwilling or unable? <laughs> Maybe unwilling. Maybe unwilling. All right. So if we're unwilling, then um, let me tell you, Matt. I don't think you can, you know, paint a broad brush on this one. I mean, there are many, there are many who are willing, but they are, the majority, if you will, are unwilling, and they don't want to make the change. All right. You see the minority that is willing? Mm -hmm. The minority that is willing. Some leader has to come to represent that minority, and trust me, the leader is not going to be coming from the educated class. The leader that is going to lead that revolution will not be coming from the educated class. It will be a ghetto, dung somebody with street smarts. Because every educated class do things only by the books. They only know the books. But the person that has the life experience on the ground, they knows a little bit of this and a little bit of that. They are the jack of all trades. And trust me, when that revolution happens, Matt, it has, it, no, no educated leader will be able to lead us from where we are. Because they only see things on the book side. They only see things one way. But the ghetto people see things all, all, on all different angles. And the revolution has to come. Put this down. Mark this day. You remember I told you. Have a good day, brother. Have a great day, my brother. It's uh, 827. Are you there, caller? Are you there, caller? Yes? Matt, good morning. Morning to you, my brother. Morning. Yes, Matt. You know, anyone who has shares at the National Bank would be able to tell, tell you that they've seen the dividends taking a nosedive over the years and you wonder when it's going to get to zero <laughs> you know you're just wondering why is it our national bank dividends are taking such a nosedive this is a question i'd like someone in the know to answer for us matt and also our prime minister when he came on the air and spoke about rubies he gave the impression that these people wanted some kind of exorbitant profit he didn't tell us the real, real story that they're losing money on everything that they import. And that's what the owner told us, the, the manager told us, that every time they land a gallon of fuel, they're losing money. Skerritt never told us that. He gave us the impression that the man wanted to make some kind of exorbitant profit. How can you have a business that employs so many people in Dominica? You control, you the government controls the price. And the person is losing money when the product is landed and you're not making an adjustment. Mr. Skerritt must just stop telling untruths to the people of Dominica. And how much longer before they decide to get rid of him because of all these lies? Thank you. Right, thank you very much. 449-3095-9697. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Come back after this. After this. Q95, the big station, presents Kudos to Our Heroes. Our 12th Dominican national hero is distinguished educator and possibly the longest serving principal of the iconic Convent High School, Mrs. Dorothy Levy. 
We recognize, appreciate, and award Mrs. Levy on Monday, 26 September from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. on Q95, the big station, for her valuable transformational lifelong social, political, and legal accomplishments, her pioneering works, and meaningful lifetime achievements as a phenomenal humanitarian who taught and inspired generations of Dominicans at home and abroad in numerous ways, but especially the youth for her caring character and humility and for her extensive knowledge and expertise in education, among many other traits. A lady of great honor, she will always without any doubt be remembered as having encouraged her many students to strive to be the best that they can be to reach out to excellence and to be the best at whatever they set out to do in their lifelong journeys after their secondary education. Many of them have reached the highest levels of accomplishment and are at the pinnacle of their various careers. Kudos to Mrs. Levy, her wonderful husband Alfred, her distinguished children and the rest of the family. Mrs. Levy is indeed a true Dominican hero for instilling a positive mental attitude that elevated the content of the social, educational, and literary dialogue on matters of human well-being and for being a great Dominican who demonstrated that any ordinary person can do extraordinary things in whatever they set their minds to do. Q95 listeners at home, in the region, and worldwide. Tune in on Monday, 26 September from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Join us in recognizing, appreciating, awarding, and extending kudos to our 12th Dominican national hero, learned educationist and humanitarian, Mrs. Dorothy Levy. If you would like to make a personal contribution to our phenomenal heroes or to kudos to our heroes committee, take it to the Q95 radio office on Hanover Street in Roseau or go to the Q95 website at www.q95da.com and make your donation. Call us at 767-448-5822 or at 305-906-4216 or talk to one of our representatives. Let us all together say a huge thank you to Mrs. Dorothy Levy and to all our Dominican heroes from the Q family at home and abroad only on Q95, the big station. For the law and rights And against crime in the land And whereas Whereas You dispense justice But you got love and you got it. A quicker way to pay your bills online. It's fast, secure, and easy to use. No registration, no additional fees. Flow is now offering FastPay, an online service that allows you to settle your bills in less than two minutes. Need a receipt? FastPay will send it to your email immediately. Use FastPay now for convenience, safety, and efficiency at discoverflow.co slash FastPay. is keeping you connected. After working hard for many years in London, Goldwyn is now retired and back living in Dominica enjoying his pension. 
It toujours qu'a smile so we can see the gold teeth and toujours qu'a young. I met him coming out of flosses with the help of some staff carrying different foods, drinks and meats to his vehicle. Myself too fast to go and ask the man what's up. Is their story start? And when I finish 12 I words, so that Kadimo de Sam Dominic put fini la ham I said, Goldwyn, speak in English, don't force it. Then he said, I shop with intelligence, yeah? At Flossies, you get the most reasonable prices. Quarter bag flour, rice, sugar, milk, beers, soft drinks, water, rum, and so much more. Prices and quantities to fit your needs, mate. Mama, they come on, because you just come down and want to tell me what I know about Flossies already. That's where I shop. It's not you alone that want to save money but still get the quality goods. That's right. And if you're listening to this ad, go and check out Flossies for yourself. Next to the Roseau Market, you can't miss it. Fine Foods Inc. Flow Dominica. Fives Radio and Mirror Entertainment present ROTV Mids Soccer in the City. Thursday, October 27, Newtown Savannah, Dominica. Featuring Lyrica. Hosted by Miguel Labadi. The annual. Reggae on the boardwalk meets Soka in the city. Independence edition, 9 p.m. Newtown. Thursday, October 27th. Ticket info coming soon. All right, Dominique, we're here back on the hot. This is 9.35. 9.35 is the morning time. We continue to take your phone calls. 449-3095-9697-616-4257. Hello, talk to me, yes? Mad morning, I got cut off. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling to make a clear message to the people in that community of Focoli. I don't know what problem they had last night, but it seems my yard is a road for whatever problem that was in Focoli last night. About five to six boys passed with masks, masks up, and guns in their yard. In my yard, I do not want. People passing in my yard. My yard is not a road. We so-called have a set of sushi where family, mother, father, brother, sister, men and power, bope, and all the rest of it. Please do not pass in my yard. My yard is not a road for crime. Last night, I seen lights in my yard. Did you report that to the police, though? Listen to me, Mark. Listen. Mm-hmm. I saw lights in my yard. Right. So I, I, I wake up and say, we're flashing in my yard. And when I say that, I watch on, on my porch. Then I see police in my yard. So I said, officer, what happened in, uh, I, all in my yard? What is going on? So then the police tell me, um, is something that going in Fukuoka, and they have to end up passing in Maya. So it looked like the same truck, the boys and them passing Maya the night is the same truck. The police pass in Maya. Fukuoka people, please do not pass in my yard. My yard is not a road. 
keep away from me and my children for calling people. I am a mother with no hatred on my heart. Matt, there's several times things going on in Fokole. Gunshot bursting in Fokole. Like it's police that busting gunshot. I don't know who busting it, who the busting it. Right? If it have a fight in Fokole, I alone as a mother of six children, six, five boys and one girl will call on a fight that in my area and say, boys, Stop that. That's not good. Finish with that. Always friend. Four-colored people that have the community how it is. Because there's are way in. Wrong in the village. And they're not coming out and talk and say what they see in. They're seeing more than what I see in. They're hearing more than what I hear in. But God is in control. And I will continue praying and saying my sons for that community community for calling thank you and very much police officer all right okay so stay away from the person's yard eh? stay away from the person's yard 938 that's following an incident there one man uh, one young man shot dead a masked man involved. Two other persons seriously injured. Hello, talk to me, yes? In telephone. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm calling you back because of some of the um, things that I heard a while ago. A couple of things I want to um, address and make one common thing that uh, hurt in the movement. Matt, a lady calls and say they want um, Thompson Fountain. Then a gentleman called from, I think, Scott said, and he said something about Coney Conla. But both these things have something in common. The people are not behind the movement. Let me make one, one um, statement to, to join this thing for you, Matt. Thompson is not there to be full-time yet. That's fine. He could be the leader. I'm sure Mr. Linton have no problem in that, with that. The, 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 the gentleman who called you for Coney Conla, I've heard him for the last few weeks calling you at least once or twice a week, telling you about Coney Conla. This one man is not the population of Scott said, you know. He's not the only one being harmed by Coney Conla, you know. But he's the only one calling. Nobody calling his support. Nobody stands behind him. And they cannot get a movement to stand up for something that they had established for many years, long before one man came. And soon as this man comes, set up his business with the politicians in his back pocket, they just push the people aside. So what I'm saying, the common uh, uh, denominator in this thing is the people are not ready. The people are not organized. They are not prepared to take a stand. Because, man, here's the deal. If something is affecting me, and I'm speaking up. It's affecting you, and you're not saying nothing. You know what? Everybody looking at me, because I'm the one speaking up. Like I'm the only one have a problem. But if everybody who has a problem speaks up and back this man, the power of the people will make those in charge or those uh, 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 politicians who make the changes that they want will understand the people 
are behind this. People are not satisfied. It's not just one man. And with the turmoil that is now, to change a leadership in the middle of the ocean on the ship, all you're doing is shipping from one side of the ship to the next. You get your things together, move the party forward, move the, 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 the agenda forward, you get things done, and then you make a leadership change if that's what you want. But until then, you have to fight this fight united with a better strategy. You just don't do things like that willy-nilly, because even if today or tomorrow Thompson come in, will the people support him in the numbers that they're expecting? No, because they will be divided, because that's the mindset of the people. The ultimate problem is the people, man. You said it long time ago, and I never really say, well, you were right. But my brother, the more I sit and watch and analyze, because I will tell you, a lot of times after I listen to your show, Early in the morning and late at night, in my quiet moments, I think about the country. I sit down and analyze these things in my mind. And it is not science. It's not rocket science, man. It's very simple that the people must come to the realization it's my survival, it's my future, my children's future, and I've got to make a stand and make do certain things, hungry or not, because sometimes the best thing you could do in life is make a sacrifice. And the sacrifices you make in life sometimes is not what you think is right for you at the moment, but you'll ultimately find out it is the sacrifice you should have made and you made the right choice. I'm out. All right. Thank you very much. 449-3095. I want to speak to you sometime at the top of the hour as it relates to a new controversy that's uh, developing really the Calypso Association and the DFC as it relates to the Creole, World Creole Music Festival. I'll tell you what I've discovered. 449-309596. And uh, most of the Calypsonians I spoke to this morning seemed very shy about speaking to that. Yes, uh, but the back and forth with the Calypso Association and the DFC It's now in my laps. We'll explain just what is going on sometime at the top of the hours. 9.43, talk to me, yeah? Yeah, talking to you, my brother. What's up? All right, my brother. How are you then? Well, you see, all what happened in there now is just what I've been speaking about. And what I've been speaking about is just because of the lying mothers and the lying father. Matt, unless the mothers do speak to the children, like how they used to tell us, Lauta Pesha, Alimene Ibiwe, Kimun Kibaoli, and when you say you don't know, it's outside. But now everything coming inside and it coming on the table, over the table. So I now coming on the parents now. The things that is happening in the country there is really real and it's not a joke. And it's there with the demonic path into it. My brothers and sisters, I am speaking to you all this morning. Please do not take a gun and shoot to your brother for another brother. Do not take the man drugs and do not pay. You have to pay him because he has to pay somebody else. And if he don't come for you, the next man will be coming for you. My brothers, listen to me. Do not take the money and buy no Timac, no nice car and put Gucci in your neck. Just pay him and then the rest of the money, you will buy exactly what you want to buy. And there will be no destruction. And if you continue doing it like that, there will be mass destruction. Martin closing, Mr. Skerritt, 
and Melissa, I'm now calling on you all. We need to fix the gardens properly. Clean up the gardens, clean by the toilet, paint it up. We are, we are tourists too. We don't need tourists to come in Dominica. If I go tomorrow, I'm a tourist. And if I go to the botanical gardens, I'm a tourist. So when I want to let go my number one and my number two, where should I let it go? Mr. Skeleton Melissa in closing. Paint the railings of the bridge before November in black and yellow. I think the prime is coming out now. Matt, I'm out because wickedness is in the country now. All right, caller, thank you very much. Hello, talk to me. 945, yes? Yeah, baby, that's the first time I called your station. <laughs> My brother, good morning to you. I want to give a little thing about rubies. Okay. Some of the people do under the, the, the misinterpreting what the prime minister said. Mm -hmm. The prime minister, I, I asked them, if you want an increase, you have to justify it to me how you want the increase. So I want to see your financial statements. So then I can sit down and say, if I make a mistake, I will compensate you. And if you if you have bad business practice, that's your business. So you're saying that, you're saying, I'm asking you, you're saying that Rubies has never presented their financial statements to the Prime Minister? Well, according to the Prime Minister, he said so. Oh, so you believe in the Prime Minister, you're not believing in Rubies? Present Present all your financial statements. I'm asking you, you believe in the Prime Minister and you're not believing Rubis, huh? Yeah, so tell God, stop getting $10,000 a month. <laughs> My friend. No, you're getting personal now. I'm asking you a question. So you believe in the Prime Minister, you're not believing the managers of these companies here. Yeah? Huh? So maybe I'll get uh, the managers of uh, uh, these companies to present, you know, the breakdown of fuel. Hello, talk to me, yes? You don't have to get personal like that. Yes, good morning, Matt. <laughs> How are you doing? Good, yes. Good morning, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Okay. I'm doing good, Matt. What about you? All right. Hang in. The rain treat you. Hanging in there. Hang in. The rain, a little rain, but okay. Not too much I couldn't handle. All right. <laughs> Matt, I'm listening to so many things this morning. Most importantly, somebody lose their life in shooting and again. But secondly, Matt, somebody talked about the bank. <clears throat> And what has happened in Dominica is that we have inserted in our commerce, our whole private sector, a bunch of incompetent persons who are incapable, who don't understand what managing and what institutions they manage. Let us look, for example, Matt, at Dexia. They used to be the external trade bureau and the Dominica Agricultural Marketing Board. They combined both of them to become Dexia. The External Trade Bureau made a profit every year from its inception. Now they have linked up with the Marketing Board to become Dexia, Matt. Instead of they getting a competent manager, and top staff with the necessary competence to deal with the new entity. They take pol partisan political friends, put them in these institutions. Are they making any profit now? The same thing, Matt, goes with the, the, Dominican, the National Bank of Dominica. Matt, the financial institution is like the heart of your economy. You must have very competent management to manage because you have maybe a thin margin in which to run the institution. 
If you put people out there because they are your friends, they are your family, or they are political associates, without the understanding of finance, economic, accounting, the, the, the ability to analyze the numbers you have before you and understand the role, function of the financial services sector map. For some reason, I think I'm listening to you at this time, Mr. Robinson. You might want to try to call back, but the line is not as clear. Uh, let's go back to the telephone. Another call. It's 10 to 10. Yes, good morning. Yes, good morning. Hey, I'm back. Low time. Good morning. Boss driver, could we? No, me I don't know if I'm going to be a boss driver, Junior. So, I need a guy. It is a good thing. So, you need to balance a cook. You need to make a film. So, where you say we are at Tassa? Right now, I'm going to put you on the top of the top. Because nous tout en bas d'où l'on a non, ma perspective junior, cost of living qui a monté. Mais nous n'avons pas dit là, je vous dis, c'est nous, on se met sur le temps de mon patron. 
from here it's uh, six minutes to the hour of ten
So we can take a phone call there, 449-309-596-97. Hello, talk to me, yes? Michael. I'm there. How you doing? Oh, I'm happy you playing my boy this morning, Gypsy. Gypsy, yes, Gypsy. Oh, I love that man's song. You love him. Okay. Songs with messages. Thank you. Somebody says, is there a policy for private companies to expose their accounts to the government to determine their levels of efficiency and approve profit? Then government and inland revenue must ensure that the big companies on King George the First Street must first open up their books to inland revenue. Is Ruby's fence that low, huh? Come back. A completely different subject here this morning. We're shifting gears. We're gonna come back, Dominic, after this. Q95, the big station, presents Kudos to Our Heroes. 
Our 12th Dominican national hero is distinguished educator and possibly the longest serving principal of the iconic Convent High School, Mrs. Dorothy Levy. We recognize, appreciate, and award Mrs. Levy on Monday, 26 September from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. on Q95, the big station, for her valuable transformational lifelong social, political, and legal accomplishments, her pioneering works, and meaningful lifetime achievements as a phenomenal humanitarian who taught and inspired generations of Dominicans at home and abroad in numerous ways, but especially the youth for her caring character and humility and for her extensive knowledge and expertise in education, among many other traits. A lady of great honor, she will always without any doubt be remembered as having encouraged her many students to strive to be the best that they can be to reach out to excellence and to be the best at whatever they set out to do in their lifelong journeys after their secondary education. Many of them have reached the highest levels of accomplishment and are at the pinnacle of their various careers. Kudos to Mrs. Levy, her wonderful husband Alfred, her distinguished children and the rest of the family. Mrs. Levy is indeed a true Dominican hero for instilling a positive mental attitude that elevated the content of the social, educational, and literary dialogue on matters of human well-being and for being a great Dominican who demonstrated that any ordinary person can do extraordinary things in whatever they set their minds to do. Q95 listeners at home, in the region, and worldwide. Tune in on Monday, 26 September from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Join us in recognizing, appreciating, awarding, and extending kudos to our 12th Dominican national hero, learned educationist and humanitarian, Mrs. Dorothy Levy. If you would like to make a personal contribution to our phenomenal heroes or to kudos to our heroes committee, take it to the Q95 radio office on Hanover Street in Roseau or go to the Q95 website at www.q95da.com and make your donation. Call us at 767-448-5822 or at 305-906-4216 or talk to one of our representatives. Let us all together say a huge thank you to Mrs. Dorothy Levy and to all our Dominican heroes from the Q family at home and abroad. Only on Q95, the big station. Madame Wabdiet Canada Inc. is back. Join Madame Wabdiet Canada Inc. as they present Excellence in Perseverance. This year's prestigious presentation will be held on Sunday, October the 2nd at the Jamaican Canadian Centre, 995 Arrow Road in Toronto, featuring Super L. Levi Loblack and host Paula Latang. Tickets are $65 for adults and $30 for children and include dinner. There is also a cash bar. For additional information, contact Lorraine at 905-683-6806 and Vanessa at 780-691-5795. To buy your tickets online, visit islandeventtickets.com. Don't you dare miss this exciting return of Madame Moabdiette, brought to you by Madame Moabdiette Canada, Inc. After all, it's for the love of Creole.
tell you where you can get 10% discount on all prescriptions. Quick Care Pharmacy on Hillsborough Street at the Hillsborough Medical Center. At Quick Care Pharmacy, your health and well-being is our prerogative. We do more than just fill prescriptions. We take care of you like family. Our expert on-site pharmacist takes time to educate you about your medication. We have raised the standards of PharmaCare so our customers enjoy exceptional service from our professional staff in air-conditioned comfort. We offer blood sugar and blood pressure checks. Quick Care takes the hassle of commuting in these pandemic times with our low-cost delivery service from Point Michelle to Jimit. We're open Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturdays 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Quick Care Pharmacy. Prescriptions and refills made easier and affordable for you. Call 440-8600 or WhatsApp 277-8944. This is Esa Banton, your Tropical Water Ambassador, with your hurricane tip for today. Assemble disaster supplies. Have enough food and water for each person for at least one week. Stock up on all medication needed. Gas up your vehicle and hold extra cash on hand. Radios, batteries, and phone chargers are essential. Be prepared and remember to stock up on Tropical Water. and you got it. A quicker way to pay your bills online. It's fast, secure, and easy to use. No registration, no additional fees. Flow is now offering FastPay, an online service that allows you to settle your bills in less than two minutes. Need a receipt? FastPay will send it to your email immediately. Use FastPay now for convenience, safety, and efficiency at discoverflow.co slash FastPay. Is keeping you connected. Fine Foods Inc. Flow Dominica. Fives Radio and Mirror Entertainment present ROTV Mids Soccer in the City. Thursday, October 27th, Newtown Savannah, Dominica. Featuring Lyrica. DJ Ati, RS Digital, hosted by Miguel Labadi. The annual reggae on the boardwalk meets Soka in the city. Independence edition, 9 p.m. Newtown, Thursday, October 27. Ticket info coming soon.
right, here's the information I have there as it relates to the Dominica Calypso Association and Calypsonians uh, pre- performing or not performing at the World Creole Music Festival. The Dominica Calypso Association made representation on behalf of Calypsonians and the following was selected to perform at the World Creole Music Festival on Sunday responded with the following. So the Calypso Association presented some names after some discussions going on there between the DCA and the World Creole Music Festival, the committee there. Now the names presented to the, the, <laughs> the World Creole Music Festival committee there the names for that final night, Dice, Bob, JD, Tasha P, Sawa Sawa. Each Calypsonian have been given six minutes to perform. A minimum fee of $1,000 to a maximum of $1,500. Please indicate your confirmation and availability the soonest. That's the first letter that they received from the Dominica festivals or from the uh, World Creole Music Festival that they got. So DFC got that letter from the, the, from the World Music Festival. Now, The, 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 the World Creole Music Festival, I want to take my time for you, so you can understand. The World Creole Music Festival committee then responded, and they were asking for the names of the song. The World Creole Music Festival 6, the name of the songs to be performed. Grateful for that could be made available the soonest. Then again, in recent times, another letter. As per directives, we wish to inform the Dominica Calypso Association, DCA, and the Swinging Stars Band that we will not be able, I repeat, we will not be able to facilitate the main stage Calypso segment discussed with the World Creole Music Festival 2022. We apologize for any inconveniences caused and the DRC hopes to continue to work alongside with both entities for further events as customary. Best regards. This is what is going on. So the first agreed, they first agreed that, yes, some Calypsonians, I, I, I actually named the Calypsonians that would have performed on that final night of the festival, night number three. Dice, Bob, JD, Tasha P, Sawa Sawa. Each Calypsonian would be given $1,000 to $1,500. And then the DFC responded. We need to know the names of the songs <laughs> to be performed. The names of the songs to be performed. Subsequent to that, the world the committee for the World Creole Music Festival responded and said, 
finally, that they would not be able to entertain the swinging stars or any of the Calypsonians, as discussed earlier. So there's no Calypso for the World Creole Music Festival, Dominica. No Calypso to be presented at our World Creole Music Festival. Even the songs that this artist needed to state. And this is to clarify what is really going on. No, come on. Calypso is the biggest thing in Dominica. And the Calypso Association only presented six names. And still they're being shut down. I reached out uh, sometime earlier to the president uh, of the Calypso Association. He said, again, they wrote back to the DFC. Hello, talk to me, yes? Oh, <laughs> But I read that last week there last one then. What the hell is going on in our country, man? But the man they're going to be paying two million over two million dollars for to perform this. He wrote them and tell them or they wrote him to ask him the name of the songs they, he will be performing. Did they do that, Matt? Repeat again. The man that they're paying how much was the man named the African? <laughs> I know, I know, I know just who you're talking about. It's not coming to mind just yet. Okay, did they write him and ask him to send them the names and the title of the song, which the songs he will be for performing, Matt? With? I don't think so. I don't think so, Matt. They wouldn't dare do that, Matt. They wouldn't dare do that because wouldn't, the man would tell them they am um, whatever rude. The man would. They wouldn't do that. What happened to our local people? Why JD cannot come and sing his songs the people want to hear? The people pay in to listen to. Why Dice cannot come and sing his songs he want to sing? That's why Matt, 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 Matt Dominicans are asking themselves a question, Matt. Dominicans, open all your eyes. Wake up, Papa Communist rule. Are you talking about Burner Boy? Burner Boy, yes. Burner Boy burning them there with two million dollars. Burning the pockets of Dominicans with two million dollars and they rushing to see Burner Boy. It may be ticket for the night of Burner Boy, it may be all sold out. And the night our people performing before little money. All you want to tell them what they should sing and what they should not sing. Papa bought the Dominica Leve. All right, Dominica. Should we, you know, I had an argument again earlier this morning, should we have Calypso's at our World Creole Music Festival? That's debatable. Some people think no. Hello, talk to me. Yes? Yeah, Matt. You hear me clearly? Very clearly, very. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wanted to know, based on what you read, the script that you read, um, did the Calypso Association and or the Calypso themselves, did they submit the song? I don't know, and I don't know whether they submitted the songs. That I can't, I can't say for sure. But there's something going on there because once they requested the songs, um, and the DCA responded by saying that they're no longer interested. So I don't know. Maybe that's the reason that because they presented the songs, that. Uh, but I, 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 I will confirm that for you. Whether you know they, they presented the songs. Yeah, based 
based on based on that, I'll, I'll call and give my little assistant. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, talk to me, yes? Matt. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. Dictators do not like criticism. Narcissistic, narcissistic dictators hate criticism. And they would like to control everything. And we're seeing in Dominica that everything is being controlled, not for the better, necessarily. The person in charge is running things, but into the ground. Now, Matt, as for Calypso at the World Creole Music Festival, initially I would say no. But if you're allowing reggae, why not Calypso? Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Hello, talk to me. Hello, it's 10.20 in the morning. Yeah? Hello? Hello? Hello, talk to me. Yes? Good morning. Yeah? Hello? Uh-oh, missing the calls. Are you there, caller? Yes, Martin. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, hello? Yes, Martin. I'm here. Go ahead. Go ahead, caller. Caller, are you there? I suspect he's having difficulty listening to me. Are you there, caller? Blessings, my brother. Can you hear me clearly? Uh, very clearly, yes. But why ask them? Why not tell them? Because that's where we are. <laughs> Matt, they know the songs. They know the songs the Calypsonians have. Just tell them what you want them to sing. That is where we are, Matt. You see, what we are looking for is where we are looking from. If coming events cast the shadows before them. Now that the events are upon us, we are preoccupied looking for shadows. Dominica is a creeping dictatorship. Dominica is a full-fledged dictatorship. But they, they dictate to Bujubantan, he could not sing country for sale. You heard that? I remember that. Yes, I remember that. So all they have to do is um, check Bernaboy. And they will know if you have anything controversial, although it is, it might be applicable. Uh, it was sung, sung elsewhere, but it's, uh, it is applicable to here. And what a dictator must be somebody that is insane, because history has shown that all of them has, has gone down in the same fashion, Matt. So for somebody to tell me they're trying to be so paranoid to prevent themselves from going down, maybe just extending their reign, Matt, a little longevity, but all you will go down eventually because you cannot suppress the spirit of an oppressed people, Matt, forever. And that those demons that are running that country, Matt, 
Matt, how much? 1,506 minutes, Matt? Six minutes, yes. Uh-huh. Six minutes and giving them 1,000. Who get 1,500? And now you want to know the song they will be singing. Just tell them the songs you want them to sing. Or maybe tell them, you know, competition. Who can write the best song about the criminals in Dominica? We'll get at least a $10,000, Matt. We haven't seen nothing yet, Matt. Because for years, I was a prophet of doom and gloom. All I want is violence. All I want is blood. Are you seeing where the blood is coming from? When I tell all you, the young people will not roll over and play dead. They will start killing each other. But then some people will not have peace at their home, Matt, with all the security details. These young people will realize killing each other is not profitable. Blessings. All right. Thank you very much for 493-0959-6197. is the morning time. 1023 is the morning time. Talk to me, yes. Yes, my brother. Yes, sir. My brother, my brother I am mm-hmm. feeling a kind of a way there with what I'm hearing you saying and the things that is happening. And I'm now asking my fellow brothers and sisters to please, please listen to what is going on. What is going on is real. And I'm starting to get scared. So I'm now asking my brothers and sisters, whenever you're getting yourself into problems, and maybe even thinking of hitting me alive. Please do not bury my body behind the wall. Just leave it so somebody else can see, so I can have a happy burial. Matt, what is going on in this country is real. And I'm talking to my brothers and sisters. We need help. Matt, I have my problems. I give it to God. Mm-hmm. But what is coming there now, I don't believe we can give it to God. No, we have to stand up and fight. Fight. Not fight to kill one another, but fight before my. Please, brothers, do not let my country go how it is going at this present moment. Bye-bye, because I can't take it no more. All right, thank you very much. 449-3095-96-97. Let's go back to the telephone there. Yes, hello, talk to me. Caller? Caller? I'm sorry. Interesting twist there with the DFC and the Dominica Football Association. Or the Dominica Calypso Association. Two DSCs there. A little confusing. DFC and DCA. Should we, though, there's a question there that somebody asked me, should we encourage Calypsos as our other festivals in Dominica? On the telephone, hello, talk to me. Hey, my 
morning. <laughs> morning, Chief. You, you know what baffled me about that story? Uh-huh. Um, the Caribbean Association um, board, or the, the head, one of the heads is actually a member of the board of the DCA, you know. It's on the board. So that person has no influence. The Once the demon says what they want, that's it. So I thought there would be some kind of um, collaboration between these two entities that something can happen because Calypso is part of our whole cultural vibes. We have had Calypso before in the festival. And this time around, when you're hearing what's going on, it means that the people that, uh, uh, that are on the Calypso Association in the head and still on the board of that entity, the DCA, I mean, Dominic discover Dominica. What, 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 what power does that person have? None. So it tells you, for me, it's just laughable what happened. I mean, I personally, this year, I plan not to go to the festival for reasons that um, I have seen from earlier clock of this whole COVID thing where a minister of health is just sidelined and all these people and their action, they just, they, they, they shift in protocols around just to suit the action. So because of that, for my own safety and the safety of my family, I decided not to go. But at the same time, Calypso is something that was always part of that um, Creole festival. So why this time it has to break down to what song is going to be sung and all that. And then there is this, it's a no-no. So there is somebody bigger than all of them that's calling the shot. And once that demon decides that this is not going to happen, everybody, everybody the demon gets its way. For want of a better explanation, the demon gets its way. Have a good one, my brother. Have a good one. We have a stop coming up in the next two minutes. Say hello, talk to me on the telephone. Yes, talk to me. We'll continue that conversation there at one. Hello, talk to me. Yeah, good morning, sir. Good morning. Matt, there are people who have no knowledge of this history. There are people who do for future. Matt, do you know that Calypso was always, uh, always queer? Calypso was very started. From the Creole days, Creole music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Calypso actually started within the French West Indies. That's including Grenada under the influence of French. Before 23 and that, as a matter of fact, all the three that Calypso names before, Bomber, Paro, most of the old Calypso names, their parents were from this island. Calypso is not a tune that music. But Calypso actually started in Creole. All the first of the Calypso Thanks. All right, thank you very much. We'll continue that conversation that we have a stop coming up right now. Dominica, we're going to do this and then we'll come back. We'll come back right right after this. Right after this. Inc. Flo Dominica, Vibes Radio and Mirror Entertainment present ROTV Mid-Soccer in the City. Thursday, October 27, Newtown Savannah, Dominica, featuring Lyrica. Your 
on the decks. DJ Flip the Boss. DJ MJ. DJ Spawner. DJ Ati. RS Digital. Hosted by Miguel Labadi. The annual. Reggae on the boardwalk meets Soka in the city. Independence Edition, 9 p.m. Newtown. Thursday, October 27th. Ticket info coming soon. The Big Station presents Kudos to Our Heroes. Our 12th Dominican National Hero is distinguished educator and possibly the longest serving principal of the iconic Convent High School, Mrs. Dorothy Levy. We recognize, appreciate, and award Mrs. Levy on Monday, 26 September from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. on Q95, The Big Station for her valuable transformational lifelong social, political, and legal accomplishments, her pioneering works, and meaningful lifetime achievements as a phenomenal humanitarian who taught and inspired generations of Dominicans at home and abroad in numerous ways, but especially the youth, for her caring character and humility, and for her extensive knowledge and expertise in education, among many other traits, a lady of great honor, she will always without any doubt be remembered as having encouraged her many students to strive to be the best that they can be, to reach out to excellence, and to be the best at whatever they set out to do in their lifelong journeys after their secondary education. Many of them have reached the highest levels of accomplishment and are at the pinnacle of their various careers. Kudos to Mrs. Levy, her wonderful husband Alfred, her distinguished children, and the rest of the family. Mrs. Levy is indeed a true Dominican hero for instilling a positive mental attitude that elevated the content of the social, educational, and literary dialogue on matters of human well-being and for being a great Dominican who demonstrated that any ordinary person can do extraordinary things in whatever they set their minds to do. Q95 listeners at home, in the region, and worldwide. Tune in on Monday, 26 September from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Join us in recognizing, appreciating, awarding, and extending kudos to our 12th Dominican national hero, learned educationist and humanitarian, Mrs. Dorothy Levy. If you would like to make a personal contribution to our phenomenal heroes or to kudos to our heroes committee, take it to the Q95 radio office on Hanover Street in Roseau or go to the Q95 website at www.q95da.com and make your donation. Call us at 767-448-5822 or at 305-906-4216 or talk to one of our representatives. Let us all together say a huge thank you to Mrs. Dorothy Levy and to all our Dominican heroes from the Q family at home and abroad. Only on Q95, the big station. Once in all, all the flowers are done.
All right, Dominica, we're here. We're here with two, of course, beautiful ladies in the house. I will allow them to introduce themselves. So we have some important things to talk about this morning. Good morning to you. Who's to lead the discussion this morning? Both of us will be deeply involved in the discussion this morning. Okay, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> I can, um, you know, engage you in important discuss. Of course. So what are we talking about this morning? Well, we are talk we are shaped first of all, which is the Society for Historic Architectural Preservation and Enhancement, and we have ongoing a project called Plant It Up Rosu, and today in particular we're going to talk about a competition which was going to be launched on the 1st of October, which is a Rosu and Environs Beautification Contest. But first I want to introduce myself. I am Vanessa Prevo. I'm the project manager of the Plant It Up project, and with me is... Jackie Dupini. Jackie, Jackie Dupini. Yes, okay. I've been a passionate um, advocate for preservation of our architectural heritage. And also the environment and as also well. the environment too, and I grew up in a family where we always were in beautiful surroundings, beautiful mm. trees and flowers and whatnot. So you, I come you, from a beautiful village live in the of Eggleston Eggleston oh, village, yeah. which is renowned for its um, flower show and, and beautiful environment. Okay. Yeah. Welcome again. Welcome. So what is actually happening as we speak? Uh, okay. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about the project. Um, the project, ba yes. Basically, um, SHAPE has two arms. We have the historic arm and we have the enhancement arm. So this is the enhancement arm we're working on. And we're trying to encourage persons to plant trees in Roseau, to replant trees which have been lost over the years. For example, we've had Maria, and Maria destroyed a lot of our wonderful trees. If you go through the gardens now, you will see that many of the trees you grew up playing under are no longer there. Um, through no fault of our own. I mean, nature does what it has to do, but we as humans, we need to keep um, helping nature to do what it's supposed to do. And so that we have many parks, many backyards, many front yards, um, which, need, which need trees. If you notice, Roso is extra hot. I believe the past few weeks, we had some record highs for Dominica. And can you imagine if you had a nice tree in your backyard or in your front yard to cool out under in these hot times, how that would have, you know, made it a little more bearable um, for you. So our, our project, it is a Green Cities Initiative, which is a project which is funded by the FAO. And, um, and we are doing it in collaboration with the forestry. You have already started. We've already started. Okay. We launched in May this year. Mm -hmm. We've already started planting trees. We planted trees around the Lindo Park. We planted trees along the stretch, which is the Portersville stretch. I think a lot of people have noticed those because they're quite noticeable and they're doing quite well with the heavy rains we've been getting. Mm -hmm. And so we have a number of places earmarked to continue planting trees around the city. But it's a, it's a one-year project. So we have been doing different things over time. We've also had our first stakeholder meeting a few weeks ago, which was quite successful, where we got um, persons who live in and around the city to come and give us their ideas of what Rosa was like before in terms of trees, mm -hmm. um, what it is they want to see in terms of trees. So it was a very interesting and interactive um, session we had at the UE a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And now this is another phase of the project where we have a competition that we're launching and we want to encourage people to, to sign up and, you know, register for the competition. We'll give you all the details. Basically, if you have a, a, a garden or you have a space for a garden, we want you to plant it. 
and we'll come and judge it to see if you have the most beautiful garden, the most beautiful sidewalk, the so most it, beautiful street. It can be in your backyard? It can be in your backyard. We'll come. Just tie your dog and we will come and we will judge it. Mm. There's no problem at all. <laughs> so, um, you know, it is it is a, an opportunity for people to showcase their green fingers and to see, you know, a lot of people are very into nature and environment and it's an opportunity to showcase. Wow. Yes, Matt. If, if you notice, um, we have far more people selling potted plants. I see that. There has been a, a, a resurgence. We have seen where the um, promenade has been beautifully landscaped. We've seen our airport really, really, really nicely done. So I think it's, it's, it's a way to quickly and effectively transform our city and our communities using plants because in Dominica things grow and they probably grow even too fast including our weeds and it's also a way to build um, an interest in plants and knowledge of plants and, 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 and their names a lot of people probably don't know the names of of their plants they'll say that flower and it's red but they you know so we, 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 we also want to um, have it as a means to educate the population on plants and how they're grown. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so we really also want to build our civic pride. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody, you know, once, once you get involved in gardening, it's very therapeutic. I mean, not only from the exercise point of view, but seeing the transformation of your garden. And I like it to come in home to to either my pets or children because they're always there greeting you and you're like, oh my God, this looks so nice so today, to you so know, especially yeah. or in the morning you wake up and you go outside and something is blooming and it's really, really therapeutic After, for uh, As a matter of fact, I, I think for, I had an experience this morning, somebody was driving mm -hmm. and somebody, there's a, a nice yellow plant and the person was driving with me and the person said, Wow, I'd like to wake up to that plant in the morning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so it mm -hmm. has that kind of yes, definitely, yeah, definitely. Nature is a very powerful antidote for 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 um, probably depression and you know feeling feeling mm -hmm. down about things. Mm -hmm. You know, you you know, nature does inspire you. Mm -hmm. So who can participate? Well, everyone who lives within the vicinity of Rosu, within the limits of the city of Rosu. Now, the city of Rosu is not just Rosal Central. It starts at Focola in the north and eastwards it goes as far as Palm Grove. Um, southwards it goes as far as the Castle Comfort River, which is a live here canal. Really? And it, yes, and it bounds it bounds with the, the, the Atlantic, not Atlantic, the Caribbean Sea. Mm -hmm. um, so all this is Rosu. So anybody who lives in Citrone, in Newtown, in Kings Hill, in Palm Grove, in Louisville, in Goodwill, in Focole, in Portersville, and in Roseau Central, and all the places in between, anybody can participate. Um, you can register as an individual, or so you. This is an NGO. This is moment. an this is an NGO. Yes, okay. you can register as an individual, or you can register as a team. Um, you can register as a business place because we also have a category for the most beautiful business garden. Um, you can register if you have a backyard, if you have a front yard, if you have a hanging garden, like you have your stuff on your porch where they're, you know, hanging. Mm -hmm. So there are different different um, categories. If you have a sidewalk that you're, that you're taking care of, um, if you have a mini park near you, that is where the teams would come in place because there's 
some communities where there's a small park and people take care of it and they're a team. It's usually not one person, but you know, three or four people taking care of it. So you can register as a team and you can, you know, show us a before picture and an after picture. Um, and it, it's a great way to, as, as Jackie said, it's therapeutic and it's a great way to enhance the community and build your, your self-esteem and your pride and everything. And you even have, community have a, spirit too. Do you have a limitation in terms of size of the garden? Um, no, but I mean, yeah. everybody knows the sizes of things here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would say there is no limit in, in size in terms of largeness or small or, small. or smallness, you know. Are, are you there, Carla? Somebody wants to participate. Are you there? Yes? Good morning. Morning. Matt, I am in Dominica for a year and four months now, and I have been doing exactly what the lady said, calling hope. We just want to walk trees in Corio, and sometimes the NEP cut the trees I plant by the roadside. By my house, I plant a few, and I am enjoying it. Presently, I am under a tree having a breakfast, my breakfast now. It is such a fantastic feeling. Dominica is described as nature of the Caribbean. The forestry division and the Ministry of Education should educate the kids. By the Coliho School, have a lot of space to plant trees. And uh, my cousin Alan has been doing some, but nobody's helping him and nobody's... It is hurting me like as though it's a cancer in my heart. Why are we not planting more trees, especially fruit trees? I don't know why it's hurting me. It's the first in my head and I'm going to have a blessed day because this lady is talking about this. Thank you, Martin. Thank you to your guests. I All right. Thank you very much. Uh, so people are planting. Yes. yes. Well, um, especially um, the village of Colin Ho, we know how they were ravaged by um, the Aria? hurricanes mm -hmm. and, um, and flooding. So it's, it's imperative that our riparian forest, that is the forest along our rivers, are replanted. So we have earmarked the Rosa River. Um, the Seabreeze Apartments and in the vicinity of the EC Low Black Bridge. So we have earmarked that as one area. But yes, I, I, I think communities themselves have to get involved mm -hmm. for their own protection and, and, and take ownership of their area and go out and plant. One person plants a tree. You know, it, it'll make a difference. Mm -hmm. What has happened, though, just to... <laughs> Go aside a minute there. Uh, what has happened to our botanic gardens? It used to be a beautiful place. What has happened to that green well, space? Well, I mean, the botanic gardens was devastated during Maria. So obviously many trees fell. Mm -hmm. And actually we are in, in talks with them to see how as part of our project we can help to maybe replant a few of the trees. We don't have the capacity to do the entire gardens because of, you know, we are limited in what we can do. But mm. certainly we can plant certain areas and we have been in talks with them um, trying to see ways in which we can collaborate um, to assist in, in, in replanting certain trees within the gardens. Let's take another phone call. People are calling there. Hello, talk to me, yes? Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Miss... Um, <laughs> Prefo. I'm Miss Dupini. Miss Dupini. Well, you just stuck in my language here today. Um, Miss Dupini and Miss Prefo, what I would really love to see, because I call on the people in, I think, on the gardens to do that. Please, you see alongside when you go in Dong Valley Road, you're planting, and the garden started going down, deteriorating the trees long before Maria. Mm -mm, long before Maria, because a lot of the trees in the gardens were being eaten up by wood ants. And one time I mentioned that, and the person told me, no, 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 do, not to do that, you'll make me lose my job by telling you straight. 
when I mentioned that to somebody. I said, why are the trees looking like that? When we grew up around the area, the trees were so healthy and nice. Now we see that a lot of the trees have been eaten by woodlands. And Maria just finished throwing them down because they were not strong. So I would appreciate you see going down that road that coming up until you see by the gate, by the, how you call that place, by the, uh, there, by gra- on the grammar school side there. If some palm trees, some started already by the gate facing the alias forces. If some nice, beautiful palm trees were just planted alongside that road there, instead of having the Bougainvillea there, when you're passing them, always have to be calling on them to trim the Bougainvilleas because they, I'm growing wild and all into people's faces. If you could get some beautiful palm trees and plant some big trees in between them so people can get people stand up under there when they're going up the road to take some fresh air. I would appreciate that very much. Even if I die, you will see me standing up under a tree. Have a blessed All right, thank you very much. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, you know, that's, that, that, that's one of the um, um, points that we are looking at, what tree to plant, where to plant, and why to plant this, this tree. You, you know, so you, you have to tre- plant a tree that is suited to the area. You don't want to plant a tree under a utility line that's going to grow to be 100 feet. So you have to look at what tree to plant. Um, in terms of the maintenance, you have to m- make sure that you don't put up a, a tree that's an invasive tree. You know, we go somewhere and we like, and we say, oh, that's a beautiful plant. That's a beautiful tree. And you plant it and it's it it takes over your garden. So we're doing it under, under the directives of the forestry division. And we are looking also at putting in some trees. People have called for trees um, that flower because they want to see more of that um, color. color in the garden. And yeah, maintenance is always very, very important whenever you're, you're doing your, your planting. Um, I also know that um, wood ants love to go under the protection of a tree. So anytime I'm, I'm looking for wood ants, around my house i always go around and and do circle around my trees and look for the wood ants nest and i treat it i i usually just put some used cooking oil and i light a fire and it just slowly just burns right down so it's 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 a it's it's a less impactful way of treating wood ants rather than using chemicals mm. which harm harm the environment and harm our human health any other comments there, quickly? Well, I'm, I'm very happy for the suggestion that this person gave um, because, as, as Jackie said, we have been having discussions with various groups and even at our stakeholder uh, meeting we had a few weeks ago, many wonderful ideas came up, some things that we ourselves had not thought of because more brains, you know, make, make this the project more successful. What we can say is that Almost everyone we have spoken to is very happy with the idea of planting more trees in Roseau. Everybody realizes how hot it is. Everybody wants to see trees. They want to see color. They want to see, you know, um, just more green within the city. And, you know, over the years, we have lost a lot of trees. 
And so we want to encourage people because the thing is, um, a tree does not have to be a giant tree. A tree can be, a, you know, a small tree. And so it will not break up a sidewalk. It will not break up a wall. It will not break up your foundation because a lot of people are concerned about if they plant a tree too close to the house or maybe it might break their foundation or it maybe might um, fall on their house and so on. But there are many, there are millions of species of trees. So we can, as Jackie said, we are very mindful of the type of trees that we want to plant in certain locations so as to be the best one for the particular um, location. Yeah, and I just wanted to add that at the um, culmination of this project, we're mm -hmm. going to produce a, a guide um, which will assist people in what to plant and where to plant. Because sometimes somebody plants the, the wrong tree in a location and it will do exactly Are that. Are you working with the forestry division at all? Yes, yes. Okay. we are yeah. going we to are. work in with them. Yeah. All right, let's take a phone call. Somebody else is on the telephone. Are you there, Colin? morning again morning um the initiative that the ladies have it's a good good initiative not but for this to be a long-term success not just a two show two from like ckc there has to be a total re-education of our people because what they are doing now back then it came naturally i'm from the country people used to always plant their flowers keep their flowers clean. I remember my mother growing up, planting a lucky lilies, planting a crotons, and on Saturdays we'd go to help her weed and all that thing. But over the years, we have lost our way. You might jolly well see you plant a tree and tomorrow somebody just pass and cut it. You get up and the tree is no longer there. So I think it's a good initiative, but we have for it to be a long term. A real long, because I'm in Florida, there are trees everywhere. Not to cut a tree in your yard, you have to get a special permit to cut the tree. You cannot just go about and cut a tree, because it is in the laws and it is in the Constitution, so everybody knows the, 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 the consequences of if they cut that tree. But in Dominica, there are no laws saying you, know, you cut a tree, and everybody's just like, who cares? So I think there has to be laws on the book, and a total re-education of our people for it to be a long-term, and I repeat, a long-term success. Because trees helps, it beautifies, it softens with all that concrete that we are putting up. The tree softens. All that concrete makes it look good. So I appreciate their initiative, but as I say, the success story, for it to be successful, we have to have a total re-education of our people. Thank you. Right. Well, thank you for those points, um, caller. Um, you are right. People need to be re-educated about the importance of trees and the benefits of trees. And this is part of what we do while we are on the radio as well, talking about the project. And the point that you make that sometimes people, you plant your tree and somebody just comes and hasha it. I mean, our project started in May and one of the places we planted trees, which is along the, the, um, the, the waterfront, along the Portersville stretch, going all the way to Marboids. Um, we planted more than 80 trees along that stretch. And when we came back a few days later, somebody had hashed some of the trees already. And you could see it was deliberately done. And then so we replanted those, replaced them. And we came back a few days later and somebody had just root up some. So there are some very mi mischievous people, you know. And um, we want to encourage you, if, if you, you know, try to discourage people from just arbitrarily cutting trees. You can trim your tree, you can maintain your tree, no problem. But if you see somebody has taken the time and the effort 
um, to plant a tree in a location, don't just pass and hash it or don't just pass a tie your goat around it, you know, or pass with your cow and the cow eats everything around, you know. Um, so some of these things, we want to educate people. You know, people take the time and the effort to plant something, to plant a hedge, to plant a garden, to plant a tree, and then you pass and you tie your goat or you let go the goat, as a matter of fact or you tie your cow and it just comes and eats everything or you just pass and your hand is swinging and you just take a stick and you knock off the top of the plant. So these are some of the things we want to bring to awareness of people, you know. Consider that. And in 20 years, not even 20 years time, trees I planted in 2002, 2004, they are now over 50 feet tall. That's 20 years ago. That's in, within my lifetime, you know. So, I mean, trees go very rapidly. We have the perfect climate for trees in Dominica. Dominica has is so blessed with the ability you make a mistake and you, you throw a tomato seed outside your window. Next That's next day you have a tomato plant and you have thing. You just you, you cut your, your banana and you put it to lie down and you do plant it. Next thing you have five hands of banana growing. We are so blessed, you know, that things grow so rapidly. People probably take it for granted. Oh, it's okay, you can cut that man, that will grow back. But also our ancestors, they planted trees deliberately. They planted windbreaks. They planted cocoa. They planted coffee. They planted coconuts. They deliberately went out and planted. And if people had cut down those trees, we would not have them to enjoy today. Let's take a phone call. Are you there? I'm sorry, my telephone, your telephone, we're not connecting. So call me back on another line, okay? Thank you very much. You still have five minutes. We still have to share. But you, you'll, make, you'll continue to make a point there, Ms. Grifo. A little bit about the competition. Yes. So basically, it's open to residents, property owners, and business places within the limits of the city of Roseau. And as I mentioned, that would be from Fokule all the way to Livia Canaway in Castle Comfort and all the way east to Palm Grove and everything in between. So you're invited to participate in this beautification competition, right? For the most beautiful garden. And we have different categories you can um, register under. So we're going to have a category called residential garden for your front yard or your backyard and you can register under the traditional home category so if you have a traditional home which is a tikai or if you have a modern home then you can we have the commercial or business place garden i know some businesses love to have their their front of their property well landscaped so there is a category for you we have the curb appeal category so that would be for persons who take care of the sidewalk in front of their place or if or their street or their mini park which is near to them now these are the areas where we encourage people to register as a team because usually it's not just one person taking care of that location mm -hmm. but it's a few of you so you can register as a team so that's a category just for you and then we have the hanging garden category where if you have a veranda and you have it beautiful beautiful with your flowers or you have a wall and you have wonderful creepers growing on your wall or you have flower a flower pot garden we have a category for you as well the competition begins in October 1st all the way up to December 31st so you have about three months to get everything together um, the forms will be available online or physically you fill out the form you send it to us and you send your before picture and your after picture and then we come at the time when it's judging time we let you know and we come and we judge your your area and of course there are attractive prizes for the winners of the various categories on the telephone we have just a few more minutes hello talk to me uh oh I missed that call are you there still Yes, Matt. I hope you hear me now. Very clearly, very clearly. We have three minutes. Yeah. Quickly. Yes, yeah, yes. I just want to commend the, your guests there for the project that they have undertaken and want to wish it well and to 
appeal to the population to give them support and to ensure that we respect our trees. I remember before, when I was a boy growing up, planting trees was a, was a very good thing, a very exciting thing. People wanted to plant a tree, and she mentioned the question of windbreak. I remember on our estate, we had um, between us and another, another farmer, we had our windbreak. So when the wind hit, that helps to protect the, the, the banana trees. And I know in some countries, some developed countries, where if you're driving on the road and you jam a tree, then when you are charged for the tree and whatever else you damage, they charge you someone to buy a, a plant and to plant it back in the area. And luckily for us in Dominica, I mean, if you look at things, trees are growing just naturally. But we have to kind of culture it in a way that we can have um, trees. Because trees are a very good thing to have for shades, for air, and so forth, for windbreak. It's a very good thing to have. And it's beautified place as well, the greenery of those things. So I want to commend you and wish you all well and to appeal to the general public to give the full support and let us get back into planting a tree, keeping the forest alive and well. That's what our, our water reserve depends on. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. We just have two minutes here. Imagine that, eh? Imagine that. Let's take one final call and we'll wrap it up. Yes? Talk to me. Yeah, yeah. good morning, Mark, and good morning to my sister, Jackie. Mark, mm -hmm. I still talking about the airport and the beautification of the airport, Mark. Mark, that is in place, but it's very much incomplete, especially as the airport is the entrance to the country. That planting needs to go on all along the back of the seawall there, going all in that direction, Mark. And even right now, even in that general area, the people approaching to Dominica by air, thanks to Roosevelt Skeleton, is reckless people in Wesley. They have dump, they're making that area their serious dump site, the Cabana Beach. So you can imagine you come into Dominica by air, and you see all that rubbish that the Wesley people dumping in Cabana. They're close to the airport. That has to be dealt with, and I'm appealing to Jackie's and uh, Jackie's group to give us some assistance in that. Jackie, this is your brother, Brian, talking. Please. <laughs> I think it. <laughs> yeah. There's another, another, brother, another brother there, I was playing in somewhere in New York, saying, I think it's Perrickson, he says, say, tell Jackie, hi, Jackie, I have a lot of guys rooting for you this morning. <laughs> well, good morning to all of them. Yeah, uh, agreed, we do have to do more with um, leaving, leaving the airport and ensuring that trees are cut. I did see Brian was on the site of a, of a major landscape slide so we see why it's important that we don't uh, denude our our landscape so we don't suffer from too many disasters because that's exactly what um, trees and plants do they mitigate um, such such occurrences drainage is also a very important um, aspect uh, as well so yes Brian I think um, all of us need to get involved it's 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 a it's a responsibility of the government, but um, I think it's also a community responsibility. So let's all get involved and let's, um, yeah, this is really any, like any a call to action. Timelines yes. before we go, we have just about 30 yes. seconds. Um, you can start looking on our Facebook page from October 1st to get the registration forms. It's an online form, so you can click and register and so on. And then the shape um, Facebook page, and then as and on our Instagram as well. So in just a few days, everything will be up online, so you'll be able to have access to it. All right, thank you very much. Okay, thank you so much. See you much. again sometime soon? Yes, we're here every month. All right, thank you. Okay. See you All in right. a month then, thank you. All right, thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Take care.
Let's beautify the place, huh? Make it a beautiful place. Next year, M. Langeant. 